And I think the first thing is really to prioritize our self-care. You need to get enough sleep. You need to exercise. You need to eat well. You need to do these fundamental physical, you know, health things in order to maintain your mental well-being. And ultimately, burnout really is all about your mental well-being. Welcome to Purposeful Podcasting. I'm Wendy. And I'm Crystal. This podcast is meant to share how we and other entrepreneurs bring together purpose and passion to leverage profit in our businesses. We are shining a light on adventure-loving, purpose-driven, action-minded, authentic, and rebellious entrepreneurs. Just like us. So join us as we talk about business and life and everything in between. Hello there, and welcome to this week's episode of Purposeful Podcasting. Hi, I'm Wendy, and I'm here with (laughs) Crystal. And today we're talking about a subject that seems to, well, pops up a whole lot amongst entrepreneurs, and that is burnout. I think at one time or another, we all suffer from burnout. So we'd like to chat a baby about our own personal experiences and also ways in which we can overcome it. When I think about burnout, and I think that the reason this topic came up is I think a lot of people just end up feeling at some point or another stuck because so much of entrepreneurship, one is very lonely. Mm -hmm. We end up kind of stuck in our own little silos. Two, it can feel repetitive. Actually, we were just talking about this. If, If it doesn't feel repetitive, there's probably some focus issues because you're not really drilling in on the right thing at all times. And so we tend to create more work for ourselves by trying to get bright and shiny object syndrome, you know, squirrel and want to create this brand new program or this brand new thing just to like break up monotony a little bit, but it feels exhausting all the time to have to do all of the back end things of the business. And I'm not talking about just the client facing things because that often ends up being the most fun part of our jobs. It's all of the things that you have to do to funnel clients into your business, all of the marketing things, all of the the bookkeeping things, just the constant daily grind of getting it off the runway and getting the plane into the air. It just can sometimes feel a little bit exhausting. And then on top of everything else, you know, we've talked in past episodes that if you are a mom and an entrepreneur, oftentimes you're also juggling a lot of mental load on other things as well. Definitely a lot of people we know were feeling that way this summer. So we've did a couple podcast episodes about that. I would encourage you guys to go back and listen to those, but like specifically with burnout, I think that it's not a matter of if, but a matter of when you start to feel this way as an entrepreneur. You know, it's so interesting to me because I have always found that burnout sneaks up on me. And I think that it's in that state of, it's in the state of stuck, but it's that rapid paced, like you're running in place and flailing at the same time. Mm-hmm. And just to actually give an overall, what is the actual definition of burnout? It is the state of complete mental, physical, and emotional exhaustion. I always think it kind of sneaks up on you. It's hard to 
prepare for it. And I think, you know, listing what you listed about behind the scenes of a business, that's exhausting to me. (laughs) I think that one of the things to try to do to head off burnout is to try to be very, take intentional steps as you, even on a daily basis, that allows you to sort of head it off before it, before it, it really takes root. Because once you have that exhaustion and it can manifest into depression, actual, you know, clinical diagnoses that, you know, it would be great not to have to deal with if you can head it off to begin with. And, you know, as, as I was listening to you, the first thing that popped up is, well, if you can hire people who can help you with those steps, mm-hmm. that's the first thing <laughs> that I thought of, which we've chosen to do isn't always the option, but if it is have it, being able to disperse some of the, the tasks and things, you know, when you're passionate about something, while burnout still happens, if you're focusing your attention on that which lights your fire, it's going to be maybe less severe and maybe shorter and, and maybe even avoided at all. So if you can focus your attention all on your passions, that's great. But I don't know that we can all do that all the time. No. And so I think alternatively, what you have to do is acknowledge that there are things that you have to do in your business that sometimes suck Yes, <laughs> that you're not as passionate about maybe, or are yeah. your lesser strengths We've yes. talked about strengths on this podcast. I think that's when you're exercising your resilience muscle mm-hmm. and your endurance muscle. I think the road that leads to burnout is when you've exhausted that resilience and you've just crashed and burned. What I'm wondering is, what do you think are some of the flags that pop up that are maybe signaling to you, hey, you're headed towards the end of that runway. You're about to crash. You're about to crash. You're about to crash. What do you think those flags would be? Oh, that's a good, that's a really good, good question. I think it's a sense of lack of motivation. Yeah. Procrastination is what hit in my head. Yeah. And it's deeper than, I mean, I'm a procrastinator by, by nature. And I think it just, it's like, like, it's maybe lack of motivation and a feeling of hopelessness. It's when you really, really, you know, you're unable to perform your job. And actually, I think one of the big things is you're unable to problem solve. You're unable to do the things that typically are almost like requirements for entrepreneurs. And I mean, you can argue that they don't have to, but for let's just say you have to be motivated. You have to problem solve. You have to have a demeanor that is not angry or irritable. I think that there are certain things that an entrepreneur needs to have. And if you're burned out, you just are un unable, incapable of, of having those, you know, skills. I think it's a sense of hopelessness. When you talked about resiliency, the very nature of being resilient is being forward thinking, hoping and burned out, hopeless. You're not motivated. 
I think it runs it runs really deep. I mean, I think I always joke around that I'm the world's worst procrastinator. But when the tire hits the road, I kick it into gear and do what I need to do. But if you're really, truly unmotivated, you can't do that. And that brings up you can't, you know, you're unable to perform what you need to do for your job. And your brain kicks into a point where you can't problem solve. And I actually think that's like a really huge, huge one that, you know, it's like throwing up the, you know, whoa, whatever, whatever, and unable. Yeah, I think the problem solving is huge. Also, you you become irritable and angry. And these, again, you know, having done, everyone has to have a super cheery dis- demeanor. But if you're working with clients and customers and uh, employees and, and colleagues and all of those things, sorry, being irritable and, and, and angry usually won't cut the mustard, you know? I do. And I think what's interesting, I, I love the point that you made about unable to problem solve. It's like everything becomes this catastrophe in your mm-hmm. mind when you're experiencing burnout. It, you hear that phrase, you make a mountain out of a molehill, but I really do think it's like something that is very easily solvable here, or we just need to kind of talk about it or God, dare I say, it, my husband says this and it pisses me off in the time he's like, we have to work the problem. And I want to throat punch him when he says it, but he is kind of right. We have to just work the problem. <laughs> But it is about kind of looking at it in a big picture, but when you're feeling burnt out, and I think that's the difference, like you said, between procrastinating and just being completely burnt out is losing perspective Mm. on the situation and on the problem and how can we solve this? And then how can you effectively communicate to other people? Hey, Mm. there's a problem. Hey, I need help. This is what I want to do. That's an interesting piece of it that I think is, I think important to remember. So we've got the flags of burnout. What do you do if you feel like you're in that place or you're getting close to that place? We all come close to it. So, you know, I think it's interesting that if we put certain practices in place at the, at the get-go, we can either alleviate or slow or, or either alleviate completely or slow or not slow down, but speed up <laughs> the, the mm-hmm. time feeling burned out. And I think there's a couple things that we can do right now, right now, whether you're feeling it or not. And I think the first thing is really to prioritize our self-care. You need to get enough sleep. You need to exercise. You need to eat well. You need to do these fundamental physical, you know, health things in order to maintain your mental well-being. And ultimately, burnout really is all about your mental well-being. Don't shortchange on the sleep because, oh, I just, you know, I need to do this. I need to do that. Mm -mm. Get whatever, you know, whether it's seven hours of sleep, 10 hours of sleep, whatever it is. And make sure to incorporate some level of, whether it's full-blown exercise or physical movement. And they really say that it probably, I think it's 30 minutes, really medium exercise. And I just exercised this morning, so I should be a little bit more eloquent about this. But get up a bit. And it doesn't have to be 30 minutes all in one sitting. You could do 
you know, 10 times or, you know, or actually three times 10 or even 10 times three. Mm-hmm. Just, just get, get up and move and get your heart moving a little bit every day. Also, super important, we need to set boundaries. And I think that like such an important piece of this. That can mean that the phone gets turned off at five o'clock. You shift your priorities from work to family, work to self, whatever it is. And whatever you need in terms of, you know, your work-life balance, definitely separate boundaries. I love the boundary idea. I think the other side of it too, is that you also have to finally say, you know, you have to say no to things. And that's part of the boundary piece of it. And that's really, really hard because I think usually if we're feeling anxious or we're feeling that close to burnout, feeling that hopelessness, I feel like we feel like that's when we need to double down and do more. And what ends up happening is it's that being stuck in the mud and you're spinning your wheels, Mm -hmm. you're, you know, you're going and the car doesn't move. You're just flinging mud everywhere. That's Mm -hmm. really what ends up happening. Sometimes the answer is that you actually have to do nothing or you have to do less or you Mm. have to take a minute and take a step back. I was telling somebody the other day, I said, you know, sometimes I feel like I have such little free time. I'm when I do have it, I'm trying to make the choice between should I work in this moment? Should I clean my house in this moment? Or should I do something for myself? And usually the thing that loses out the most is doing the thing for myself. But in reality, it's the long game that I have to learn to play, which is I have to start prioritizing time for myself, whether that is to do what exactly what you just said, take 30 minutes to move my body, to exercise, do something or nap or go to lunch with friends or do something thing that kind of infuses a little bit of joy into my life Mm -hmm. to add that spring to my step. That's actually the thing that's going to avoid burnout, not adding more work hours to the mix. Exactly. 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 You know, it's one thing if we were, I don't know, surgeons or something that really was, you know, impactfully life or death. Or we were the president finger on the, you know, on the nuclear codes or something. Right. And I'm not downplaying or minimizing what we do. I'm just saying that in the scheme of things, being able to prioritize ourselves, setting boundaries, this is what actually, as you said, this is the longing. This is what allows us to continue beyond today. (laughs) And, you know, we also, we've talked about the importance of delegating and outsourcing. If you can do it, do it. Guys, do it, even if it means paying yourself less. That's the interesting thing we don't talk enough about as entrepreneurs is that, you know, sometimes we have to make the hard choice between more hours for ourselves and paying other people to do the work. And Mm -hmm. it's interesting, especially when you're in the growth stage, that scaling stage of your business. Uh, mm-hmm. Where you're starting out and you don't have a lot of clients and you have to do all the marketing and the building and all the list building, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There's some hard choices that have to get made as an entrepreneur. And I don't think we talk about that enough that people that make that choice either have a lot of capital or ability 
or flexibility in the back of their lives to do that. And if you don't have that ability, say you are the sole breadwinner, you really need that money, then you're making different choices and you're making harder choices to do things. But still, it's amazing how much money we will spend on courses or things that to try and DIY things on our business when Mm -hmm. the reality is it's going to take you less time and money, or sometimes maybe a little bit more money, but certainly less time to just hire somebody else to do it. That's something that is hugely, that's a wise investment in yourself and your business to be able to do those things Mm -hmm. and not necessarily invest in courses or programs or coaching, even though we, we love coaching and we love it when you invest in coaching with us. Sometimes, you know, we'll even tell our clients, stop, go pay somebody else to go do that. You Mm -hmm. need to hire somebody to go do that for you because, you know, building out your WordPress website, doing different things, we can all learn and DIY things, but you will burn yourself out in the end sometimes, especially if you're not playing into your strengths. Well, and I also think about, you know, sometimes we'll be working with clients and there'll be like a, I don't know, a question or something. And instead of sending them along to do it, we stop and just get it done because sometimes it's just so important to have something off the plate and done and you just sigh of relief and it's, whoo, I can move on. Yeah. It's like, it's those. Yeah. That are so, and you know, I also think that we don't, and I don't know that we talk, I don't think people really talk about it enough, is that there's this whole thing about being super mindful and practicing mindful mindfulness techniques. What is that? That means breathing. You know, I'm married Mm -hmm. fire. (laughs) That means when my husband comes home, I get, (gasps) (gasps) and I look at him like, Oh my God, <laughs> you know what happened? Are you dying? Yeah, no, but that way of emptying his body of stress, that's mm-hmm. his way of actually avoiding burnout because it's that deep belly breathing. You know, I talk about, I mean, I, I row to me, that's active meditation going yeah. for, and what I think is so important that we, again, as entrepreneurs, a lot of us have flexibility. Take the necessary breaks, even schedule them during your day that allows you to practice mindfulness, to move, to do these things that if you have them incorporated in your day as habits, they become, first of all, I think, I think they're a little addictive. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also are so super helpful, not only for your physical well-being, but for your mental well-being. And, you know, I think that the, the, the last thing I can think of just about when it comes to burnout is if you need help, ask for it. I mean, and what do I mean if you need support? And it could be reaching out to friends, reaching out to, you know, a lot of us have group, entrepreneurial groups that we belong to, but reach out, seek support to help alleviate whether it's uncertainty, whether it's stress whatever it is, whether it's the feeling of hopelessness and being stuck, seek support. We've talked a lot about your square squad. Mm -hmm. You have a square squad and people that you trust and can, can talk to. It's really important. 
Yeah. So, I mean, this season, I feel like everything keeps coming full circle this season on the podcast because we've talked about square squad and why it's important to like have your group of people. We've talked about my masterminding. So taking breaks in your business and taking yourself out of the normal repetition of things to Mm -hmm. cultivate relationships with people who can become your square squad on group mastermind experiences. We talked about like trying to build in routine and structure to get rid of that decision fatigue in your day and in your life. All of those things ultimately do help you avoid burnout in your business. Exactly. Exactly. We always come full circle, don't we? (laughs) Well, it is interesting because all of these things do play a part in the entrepreneurial journey. And all of us are going through the exact same struggles, the exact same problems. It's just a matter of like really taking a look at it and not saying, oh, well, if I built a seven figure eight, what are we trying to do now? Eight figure businesses. If I've built an eight figure business as a stay at home mom, uh, off of a four hour work week, then you should too. And I think all of us are spinning our wheels in the background going, why can I not replicate this? Why can I not replicate this? Why can I not replicate this? And it's because one, it's bullshit. And two, it's just that there are so many other things that are going on behind the scenes of all of our businesses that we just don't talk enough about. And so I think sometimes that lack of perspective and that thinking that we are missing out on something or doing something wrong, that's also leading to burnout. And I think that's a big problem too. Yes, I agree. I agree. I could not agree more. Well, Well, I I think that's it for this week's episode of Purposeful Podcasting. Let us know about what techniques or what are you doing behind the scenes to avoid burnout. Be sure to send us a DM on our socials and let us know. And until next week, bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe and leave us a rating. But only if you liked it. Otherwise, just keep it to yourself. You can learn more about purposeful podcasting on our website at serendipitousrebel.com. And if you have topics you'd like to hear about, be sure to submit them on our website or DM us on social media.